Welcome to another edition of Hometown Novel News, a monthly podcast bringing you the latest news about literary events, people of interest, and other noteworthy topics about the ever-changing literary world. My name is Mike Brown. Many of you know me as T.M. Brown, author of three Southern novels with my fourth, The Last Laird of Sapelo, historical novel about the Spalding family on Sapelo Island in the storied Georgia Tidewater at the break out of the war between the states, which just came out August 15th in historic Darien, Georgia. And I also had a book event right here, a book launch event in Noonan, uh, thanks to the hosting of the Noonan Coweta Historical Society. Um, you can find signed books of, uh, for my new books at the uh, Noonan Book Company, Corner Arts Gallery, and, and at Noonan Coweta Historical Society's McRitchie Hollis Museum in downtown Noonan. Proceeds from the books bought there at the museum benefit the uh, Historical Society and the McRitchie Hollis Museum. If you have not been there, I highly recommend it. More importantly, I'm also the founding president of Hometown Novel Writers Association, Incorporated, uh, based right here in beautiful, historic Noonan, Georgia. And I am also on the board of the Noonan Carnegie Library Foundation. Both organizations recently contributed to make the 2023 Sharpsburg Book Fair a whopping success. In fact, today I have invited a special guest from the Coweta First Readers Organization who braved the scorching temperatures during the Sharksburg uh, Book Fair weekend. First Readers, and and something I want to share with you before I introduce my special guest today, was founded in 1999 and is headquartered in Madison, Georgia. And Coeda First Readers is our local organization affiliated with First Readers, helping to fulfill the overall mission of First Readers. And that mission is the strengthening of communities by providing quality books and literary resources for children and their families to use at home during the earliest stages of development. First Readers wants every child to have the best start in life. And nothing helps a baby's brain develop more than exposure to rich language and loving interactions. The key is having books in the home and being read to from birth. Our vision is to create better learners, brighter futures, and stronger communities by giving every child under five access to quality books in their homes. Children in the First Readers Literacy Program receive a bookstore-quality, age-specific book and resources mailed to them at home every month until their fifth birthday. This access to print helps create a language-rich environment in the home. And as a former teacher, I can assure you that if you can have a child understanding the love of books before they start school, they are so much further ahead in their uh, education development. From our local Coyote First Readers Organization, my special guest today is Miss Pat Tidwell and <clears throat> to talk about First Readers and how you can support them in their efforts here in Coeta County uh, on behalf of the readers, First Readers programs. Welcome, Pat. Thank and you very much. Please take a moment, introduce yourself and the role you play with Coeta First Readers. Well, I am the chair of the organization. Now, that doesn't is not as grand as it sounds. Uh, we have 10 members on our board, and uh, they 
we work as a unit and uh, we we get things done. Uh, the majority of us are retired school teachers, and we believe in our mission. We're lucky enough to have one or two uh, business-minded folks, and they help us, you know, raise the money and and keep the books straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but we believe in what we're doing because if a child is not reading well by third grade, you know, if they can't. Uh, improve their vocabulary and, and, and read and understand what they're reading, then they're, de- they're, you know, without some direct intervention, they're destined to be behind the rest, you know, and are more likely to drop out of school. So we want to uh, level the playing field for uh, all children in Coweta County. And the requirements to, to be a recipient of our books are very, very simple. You must be under the age of five. You must live in Coweta County. And mom or dad or grandma or somebody, some adult, has got to fill out the, the application form. And that's all there is to it. And it's free to those it's families. free. We raise the money. That's uh, my, my board and, and all the people that come in for our events and so forth. Uh, we believe in this, and, and we raise the funds. You, it doesn't cost mom and dad or the family anything. Well, that's a great segue into how you and I have been got to know each other over the last year. Um, they uh, got involved with the Sharpsburg Book Fair last year when we first started it, and uh, we upped the ante this year and, and uh, added the, the Friday night fundraising dinner and silent auction to benefit directly to the Coita First program. And um, our goal was to um, to raise a thousand dollars for the organization. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, as an author, you want to find these young people and get them involved in reading early so they can become avid readers as adults which benefits authors eventually obviously so tell me pat what do you think about the sharpsburg book fair weekend we just had well other than almost melting uh for two days (laughs) we, we all survived and it was a lot of fun uh, we met. We made some really good contacts with authors and parents, and uh, we didn't register a lot of children that day because the the parents who brought their small children already were getting our books, and that made us feel really good. They were a lot of carrying <laughs> over from last yeah, year because yes. I know you signed up a lot last that's, year. That's right, and uh, it it was a wonderful opportunity. The the dinner. Uh, I ate on that plate of spaghetti and meatballs for four days. It was <laughs> the meal was wonderful, and I did Christmas shopping uh, with the um, silent auction. So yeah. yeah, we had a lot of my ladies. We had a lot of fun, and we we enjoyed what we were doing. Well, for those that did not obviously get an opportunity to participate, um, we kind of went out out on the limb a little bit. Um, this year with the fundraiser uh, dinner and um, we want to be very thankful and make, give a shout out to the Sharpsburg uh, Pizza and Pub um, in April Yarborough and her her staff um, they're the ones that provided that enormous oh. enormous it was spaghetti delicious and too yeah it was it was outstanding and uh, they were they did it timely and uh, with uh, the, it was just awesome and I, I agree with you my wife and I kind of had a, our fill of spaghetti and meatballs through the weekend uh, <laughs> because it was more meals. than even I could eat in a sit down uh, it was it was that good but the other part of it was is you know what a lot of people don't realize is <clears throat> between my wife and April Yard 
Yarborough. Connie did a, in April did a fabulous job talking to people throughout the community and raised donations and gift cards and items of all kinds that went into these silent auction baskets and everybody had fun bidding on them that night and um, because it was all uh, it allowed for us to raise the money that we wanted to set out to do and uh, it really was a lot of fun and it kind of was a nice prelude to the actual book fair where we had uh, roughly about 60 authors uh, participating this year Uh, we even had um you know the the noon and times herald people there and uh beth neely and and uh and jackie kennedy were there talking about the the new cookbook that's now available here at the uh, noon and times herald and they evidently sold quite a number of them with the smiles on their faces when they left uh, that saturday and um so and i and we really do appreciate that and look forward to that this becoming more of an ongoing relationship uh between the hometown novel writers association uh and also um you know with the Cleta first and i do want to also give a shout out because if i don't i'm going to be in trouble um the noonan carnegie library foundation was one of our uh sponsors this year and it allowed us to have some wonderful entertainment throughout the weekend uh with the money that they uh donated to the to the uh to the event and uh, that was so helpful for us because it makes the event that much more enjoyable and we really appreciated that and they also provided volunteers that uh, they braved the heat on saturday to get authors to park and find places to go uh, so did you see some get your parking was okay for you when you got there oh yes it was wonderful i mean you know i had my handicap sticker and i parked over on the back side and it was right there of course it was 104 degrees inside <laughs> my car when i got back in it but yeah, it was a little toasty. That's why we did shut down about an hour earlier than planned. Um, but, you know, and, and I know I was feeling it by the end of the day. So let me ask you a question, Pat, um, because we want to keep this going. I mean, we're so proud that we, you know, have handed over a check today for $1,000 that, you know, with between the donations that were done at the event and uh, with our check. And But how can folks out there support Coweta First Readers? Well, we have a series of uh, fundraisers during the year. In the spring, we have what we call our BFF, you know, Best Friends of First campaign. It's a direct mail campaign, and we ask for $40. We may have to up that because they've, of course, the price of the books has um, increased. But that donation will pay for the books for one child for an entire year. And people have, you know, those checks dwindle in all year, people. That helps us greatly. Um, In the fall, we have our big, biggest event, and that is the Louis Grizzard and Catfish Memorial Bike Ride. Uh, If you are a rider, please come down on Sunday morning, October the 1st, uh, to the Moreland Mill and ride with us. We'll give you a T-shirt. We'll feed you lunch. And we ride, our ride is through some of the most beautiful parts of Coweta County. Uh, If you've never been through some of these areas, it's just fun to be out there. And uh, it's a congenial group. We have a lot of fun. And our corporate sponsors are so generous to us. This is where we raise a majority of, of our expenses for the year. And that's, that's something else. We have no paid employees. We are all volunteers. We don't have a building or even a telephone. You know, it, the numbers that are put out are mine and Miss Nelda Boren's. And uh, so the, we don't have overhead. 
Uh, and we promised that now we have to print things sometimes, you know, make signs for the bike ride, so forth. But other than that, every dollar we raise goes to buy books for children. And um, we would love to have every child under the age of five in the county registered, but it's hard to get to them, you know. Um, we One of our biggest registration events is when the merchants downtown have the munchkin masquerade on halloween yes, yes. and we set up there uh in front of the uh piedmont health you know the exercise center and we generally register around 300 kids that day that's and it's it's it, that's wonderful and at the same time that we're doing we're doing our bike ride on october 1st and in the schools starting next week we have our coin drive mm-hmm. uh Coweta county school system has been so good to cooperate with us and let us have this coin drive we we put out jars you know in all the schools and we give a prize to the um elementary school the middle school and the high school that raised the most funds and uh the, the schools do all kinds of things they have competitions you know they divide into uh different kind like one school did star wars last year and, uh-huh. you know and uh, they they have competitions with each other they use it in math they re- um, they count the pennies, they weigh them, you know, the coins and so forth. So it, that, that's our, our big thing. But we will we get corporate grants, we, uh, you know, from organizations here in the county. And um, we, this, we are so blessed. We live in a loving, giving community. Absolutely. And we are so blessed like that. And we have been very, very fortunate. Now, there was there was a time when we started uh, that we had to suspend sending books because we ran out of money. So we did, you know, we, we said, okay, our goal is we're going to have a year's worth of, uh, you know, money in the bank before we start this again. And since that time, we have, you know, never had to, well, we worry about money all the time, especially our treasurer. <laughs> but the community has been generous enough that we have funding, you know, and we we do whatever we can. We write the grants and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But it's the community. It's, it's been so supportive of us. And if you talk to elementary teachers, they can tell you in their classrooms, in the kindergarten classrooms, they can tell you which of the children have had books in their home. Right. Oh, yeah. How, you know, talking about the fundraising part of it, um, you know, a lot of what you do could not be accomplished without your corporate sponsors. Oh, amen. And I'm not going to put you on the spot to name them all, but, you know, who would you uh, identify as the key corporate sponsors that, that back up the Quita First? The Swope Family Fund. Marie and her husband give us, uh, you know, a, a large donation every year. And the other, uh, the, the Kiwanis group, you know, uh, from money from the fair and the um, car dealerships. Uh, but... One of the things that is amazing to me for our bike ride, you know, there are different levels of sponsorship, Mm -hmm. you know, and those are the big ones, the presenting sponsors. Um, But all those small businesses that give us $250, that adds up quick, and we appreciate everybody. 
Uh, and, and you know, and and, uh, and and you know, hometown novel writers association, you know, just decided to take it on. Um, but any organization out there that's looking to do something that's very worthwhile that impacts our community from the very roots of the cradle, um, exactly you know, right. uh, this was a, this is a great opportunity. Uh, on that note, you know, something that I think is very important to bring up and um, is how do you get the names of children who benefit from the program? How, how do those names get on the list? Well, the only um, the, the only qualification to receive our books, as I said, was somebody has to fill out a registration form. They can they can parents and grandparents can register online, uh, CowitaFirst.org. Uh, or they can go to the state organization at um, in Madison, you know, Georgia for first readers. And um, then we have registration um, opportunities like the Munchkin Masquerade. The We go to the schools. Uh, our members are assigned different schools to go to, like if they, a fall festival or a parent night or, you know, whatever. Uh, we set up a table and register children as they come through. And um, they're... And if anybody needs a registration form, I mean, I stalk people in the grocery store and, you know, I just signed up all the waitresses at Waffle House. And <laughs> so we stalk people. If we see a baby, we say, you know, do you live in Coweta County and do you get our books? And because uh, we want them all to have them. Well, I mean, you know, and that's that's the key. I mean, you know, it's wonderful to to say let's raise money for the Kuwaita first, but let's also know where it's going and how to get. Exactly let's get that. more kids in there. Let's put some pressure on you know the number of kids, um, you know that that benefit from this program. So you know, well, we send out about twenty between twenty one and twenty two hundred books a month. Wow. At this point, we've sent out more than. 322,000 books. Wow. I mean, say that one more time for us, Pat. How many? <laughs> 322,000 books. Now, that means that those books have gotten into the hands of families with young children, toddlers, uh, you know, t- two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, one-year-olds. Babies. Uh, babies uh, that we, are... We send board books, you know, the they're cardboard so that the babies can chew on them and they won't tear them and that kind of thing, you know, until they get to be about two years old. They're so. all age appropriate. Yeah, they're yeah. all age appropriate. Yeah, I, I, you know, so I would encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to please visit org to find out more about this outstanding organization and to make direct contributions to help get age-appropriate books into the hands of families with preschool children. Mm-hmm. But for now, you know, I, again, I want to reiterate what the Hometown Novel Writers Group was able to accomplish, all of y'all can accomplish too. Just give, give some thought to how you can raise money to help benefit the Kawita First organization. Uh, all donations are more, most welcome with the organization because you're helping young readers to become in love, to get in love with reading books because that gives them a heads up, you know, on the path to education. And, um, you know, I'm honored today that I was able to give that check that I, I wondered if we could make it, but we did. We and, did. and I'm we very, very thankful to all of the people that helped with our uh, Sharpsburg Book Fair, um, the town of Sharpsburg, uh, hometown, excuse me, uh, the Noonan uh, Carnegie Library Foundation Group, um, Sharpsburg Pizza and Pub, all of those people that just did what they did. And were, they were very special. I want to appreciate that. 
So with that, I want to thank Pat for being here today and um, and for my audience today. Listen, um, mark your calendars for September 21st at 6.30 p.m. when Hometown Novel Writers Association hosts another author event at the Noonan Carnegie Library. We'll be presenting the Fall Into New Books themed author panel, which will pre- uh, present four very talented, very gifted, award-winning Georgia authors who will share about their new books. Miss Gabby Anderson, Catherine Nichols, Bertie Rivers, and Dee Marley. And they all have new releases to brag about uh, on that night, which is the third Thursday of this month on September 21st, 6.30 in the Upstairs Auditorium. Also, if there's any aspiring writers out there, next Saturday, this coming Saturday, on the 16th, um, you can go to and sign up to be part of the Writer's Workshop, which is at the Noonan Carnegie Library, hosted with the uh, Hometown Novel Writers Group. And we're going to have a a special treat where we're bringing in a publisher from Atlanta area who's going to be talking about the writing process. And I really would encourage folks to get involved in that. And if you go to the Noonan Carnegie Carnegie Library website or to Hometown Novel Writers on Facebook, you'll see the sign up sheet for that. It's a free event and it allows writers to get on that those early stages of writing the story that's within you. So in the meantime, please support what uh, the, the literary events that are going on inside of our beautiful county. Stop in at Noonan Book Company on Jackson Street in downtown Noonan, Corner Arts Gallery on Court Square, and uh, also to find the latest books by local authors, including yours truly, in those locations. From the Noonan Times Herald Building with Clay Neely, our producer, I am Mike Brown, signing off until next time. Thank you. Thank you.